something I noticed while watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Look at Tom Holland's left eyebrow. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over. I saw it, too. Over Constantly. It was very distracting. It's a birth, very distracting. It's a birth defect, James. Don't make fun of him. Really? It just looks like it's not combed. It looked like they combed one eyebrow and then they didn't comb the other, but I noticed it was in every shot, and I was like, oh, that's just how it's his eyebrows are. You can shape that. Look, it looks like someone did one, like shaped one mm-hmm. eyebrow, and then just stopped. You know, got you, snapped you know, halfway it's, it's through cool. the other. You know, it's cool to shave it, right? You guys know that? You get a little line. To shave it is cool eyebrow. to shave a line in your eyebrow. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, it's... But that's the, the problem with that is it's because your eyebrow, your brow splits so easily mm-hmm. that people would have those from getting in actual fights. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. And <laughs> then it would not, it would basically oh, not oh, heal, it heal a scar, it cool. and so it would have an actual cut. But now you just cut it in there, and it's like, oh, wow, except you've never been in a fight in your life. Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Marvel Collect by Tops and HelloFresh. Mm, uh, my name is Daniel. I've got Adam, Bruce, and James with me today. Thwip, Hello. Thwip. Hello. Thwip, thwip. Uh, so, yeah, yesterday we ran out to see the third second Spider-Man movie for, from 15 years. <laughs> the third second um, Spider-Man. You're absolutely yeah, right. And it's they finished the trilogy. That's so sad. <laughs> the Quan <laughs> trilogy, trilogy of seconds? No, the trilogy of Spider-Man 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> Finally, the whole story is told. And each of them <laughs> got all three movies that they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> right, Garfield? <laughs> And this this might be the best one. We can talk about that. I think there might be sure. some strong opinions here. Can we um, save spoilers after the one of the ad reads? Yeah. So uh, for you people that haven't seen Spider Man yet, we will hold off on spoilers for a little while. I think the the marketing for this movie did a good job of not spoiling much at all. Yeah. So talking about a lot of the movie is going to be just spoiler filled. So mm-hmm. I think we can be general for the first little bit. Um, in case you don't know, this time out, uh, Peter Parker leaves New York and sets off on a uh, science field trip that's loosely defined uh, to Europe with his classmates. Um, he's kind of struggling between wanting to be a normal kid and the weight of being Spider-Man and filling Tony Stark's role. He's supposed to be 16 years old. In yeah. this Spoiler about Tony Stark died. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, um, for the two people that haven't seen that movie. Yeah. But so <laughs> elemental monsters from another universe come to our Earth and start attacking, and Spidey's going to team up with the new hero, Mysterio, to once again save the world. And I want to clarify one thing. Spider-Man has spent more time in space in the MCU than he has in New York. <laughs> That's actually like one it. of my beefs with the movie. He's not well, in no, New York. No, I, I, yes, but more on that this later. Is, this is a comic universe, pro- MCU that, yeah. Like, this is the kind of thing that was fine to do in comics where every single superhero was based out of New York City because yeah. you just... Because Stanley would look out a window and go, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Birdman. He's like, Hell's Kitchen probably needs a hero. I'm yeah. like, that's like four square blocks. <laughs> um, but uh, well, but anyway, yeah, yeah, so it is... I understand that they can't just keep dumping heroes into New York City. Yeah. Well, they're doing it... They're, they're doing a crowded. flip where originally with the comics it was, let's see Spider-Man's, um, like whatever his story blah 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 when he's a just a little kid and he's trying to make it and then eventually he goes to space and secret wars and all mm-hmm. this other crazy stuff jumped ahead a little yeah and so it but now they're doing it they're reversing it where he's starting out fighting captain america and then going into space and it feels more like they're building up to him being the new york spider-man mm-hmm. so kind of interesting in that regard anyway well what it really does feel like is it feels like they're building towards tom holland spider-man being the new face of the Marvel Cinematic which, Universe. Which is a little strange mm. considering Marvel doesn't completely own the film rights God, to Spider-Man. Sony. Man, there's like a Sony logo at the beginning of this, and I, I was like, fuck off. I, I thought the same thing when I saw that Sony logo. Yeah, I, so. I wanted to kill myself because every movie that they make is garbage. Like, yeah. And I, I can confidently say that almost every Sony movie that I've seen, Sony produced, S- is garbage. You know what, you know what Sp- it yeah. made me Sp- think except of? Okay, <laughs> Phil Lord and Chris Miller is the only exception. Uh, <laughs> because they're, 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 Sony probably tried to butt in with them, and, they're, and they were like, fuck off. And they're like, okay, all right, the, well, sorry. You know what it felt like and this is a reference that no one will get except for maybe the people in the room but that Seinfeld episode where there's that guy who's a he sneaks up on Elaine all the time oh, yeah. the Seidler the yeah. Seidler yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got that yeah, he's dumb a, dumb face yeah, and then she she's yeah. like talks about how she worked on this project and then uh, Peterman goes like good work you two yeah. and then he because he's standing there she didn't know and he gets credit <laughs> he for it he takes the credit for it so Sony's Sony. the Sidler Sony is the Sidler yeah. they go they go give him some like tic a Marvel film or whatever R.I.P. Stan Lee Steve Ditko blah, blah, blah. and then Sony goes and Sony too uh, yeah. <laughs> go away we yeah. signed a contract <laughs> saying they could make the movie and we could take money from it a lot of people disagree with us because a lot of people like Venom 
mm-hmm. which we know from our podcast. A lot of people put movie. up with Venom. Uh, Venom is a bad film. A lot of film. people love Venom. Venom yeah. is a bad Venom's movie. Bad though. Yeah. But people say it's bad, but they love it regardless. That is a Sony film. Uh-huh. Using the word uh, love. And that's I would, why we don't like. You it. know what I'd love to do? All these people that love Venom, get some candid interviews with the people that worked on it to see mm. how much Sony really felt like with like <laughs> re- oh really invested in the project Venom, like yeah. compared to Feige and and Marvel executives and how they're really like probably yeah. treat these productions mm. like they're like I, I saw one guy one time and I saw one of them they brought a tax guy there one time <laughs> who was like counting things yeah. and like seeing like what they could write off and <laughs> getting distracted Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, the 23rd film from the MCU and the final film in Phase 3. 23 films. I can say this this without saying spoilers. I feel like at this point this is cheating because we've seen – if you've watched all the Marvel films, and I have – uh, then at this point, humble brag. Uh, it's, not, it's, it's actually not a humble brag. I'm kind of embarrassed now because I've watched 23 as, movies. As a fellow movie buff, uh, I um, also enjoy these. No, no, no. Because like a lot of people are always like, I can't believe you watch every Marvel film. And I'm like, no, I really like them. But either way, uh, it's, it's cheating because there are so many different characters in this movie that they never have to introduce. Mm-hmm. It, they just walk in and you know who they are. Oh, okay. um, and I, that's why I always try and get other people's opinions of these movies, like Autumn, because mm-hmm. Autumn hasn't seen every Marvel film, and I always kind of ask her what she thinks of these Marvel movies when she doesn't have the context that I do. What, why is it cheating, though? Because, like, you know who Happy Hogan is, and you don't have to introduce him? Well, I mean, like, it's... and I, Sorry, cheating's the... I guess that's the wrong word for people like me, because I don't think it's actual cheating. I think that mm-hmm. they've done a fantastic job of establishing the universe, and... But if you've not caught up and you just happen to walk into a Spider-Man film, I don't know that you would find this as enjoyable as I did. I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. The, they definitely – there is something lost with all that they have gained. You know what I mean? By that, it, We had a guy – for example, we had a guy clap when Happy Hogan showed up. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. He was like, happy! Right. But because what silent he, theater. What he guy. probably didn't realize was he got a dopamine hit because he saw something he recognized – even though he showed up earlier in the movie, he, he knew Happy. He's established movie, that yeah. it's in the trailer and everything else. Happy Hogan is in this film. No one has ever clapped for Happy Hogan <laughs> in the history of anything, That's comic weird. book or otherwise. They go, "Well, there's John Favreau. Good, congrats." Maybe it was John Favreau. I like thinking no. about John Favreau, like throwing himself probably last minute into Iron Man. Just for shits and giggles, yeah, only yeah. to outlast Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In terms in of like his schedule and appearing in on the film, so yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um, but yeah, there is a you lose that that the movie magic, I guess, where these movies can stand alone and they can exist, but then you gain the ability to be able to tell multiple stories, and then you you don't have to introduce someone like Spider-Man every time, or you don't have to introduce Happy Hogan, or even like when Mysterio shows up, you go, okay, cool. right, I yeah. understand what I've this world is. I've seen that magic. I yeah. know what this is. Samuel yeah. Jackson is coming to go, I am Nick Fury. I'm the director of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. is an inner, is like, oh, dear God. Like, they, it's just... It's like watching television, but on a mu- at a much larger it's like reading scale. Comic books. It is a lot like reading comic books. <laughs> Connected yeah. universe is awesome. Know, Except they ma- they they drip feed it to you, in a, a, think in a an easier way than comic books because comic books get they have different you know artists and and they you know sometimes the art style changes and you're like I, is mm-hmm. this the same guy writing Hawkeye? What's going on? <laughs> same writer, different artist. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. This one, all the movies look the same. They all feel the same, and. That's good, but then you, I guess you lose sort of what makes cinema special in a weird sort of way by putting it on an assembly line. I hmm. think – I don't know that I felt like this was any less special. I think it's a new way of consuming it. I think there is a negative aspect of how these movies are now pushing out anything else from theaters. There, there is like, a negative effect of Marvel. There's, yeah, it, like, there's sure. definitely – there's it, but anytime anything comes in and takes up space – that's just less space for everything else. Um, and Marvel movies happen to be taking up a lot of fucking space. Yeah. Um, well, it, that being said, their, their batting average is pretty so pretty good. solid. It's yeah. so good. Um, and and that, was, that, that was the thing that I wanted to say, too, is that I, when I walked in this film, I was like, they have, they've like literally, you know, bled me dry on these movies. There's no way <laughs> I can like, I was like, Endgame, I came over and over and over in that film. I was like, there's no way I can do this again. There's no way I can go in and actually enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And the first hour of the film, I was like, see, I knew it. There's no way I can enjoy myself. And then the latter half of the movie, I was like, holy shit, I'm having <laughs> such a fucking great time. Yeah. I fucking love this movie. And Marvel did it again 
somehow for and, me. And yeah. they, they did enough too where not once but twice they did a thing where they go, and I bet you're going to stick around to see what happens next. Yeah. And then they go, but wait, one more. And then you go, okay, fine. <laughs> I, yes, I'm interested. <laughs> Take I, my fucking money. I think in terms of just like tapping into that in terms of an actual review of this, I I thought it was great. I think, I mean, I'm not counting Spider-Verse, which is far and away, I think, the, the, the best, best Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The best Spider-Man film and probably the best film ever with a Marvel logo on the front, in my opinion. Um, the, you you have seen Tom Jane's Punisher. <laughs> I have, actually. Okay. And Warzone. <laughs> oh, wow. He's um, on Ray Stevenson Punisher. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think disregarding that, this, man, I... I I was talking to Dan about it earlier. Maybe better think, than the other Spider-Man 2? I think it might be better than the other Spider-Man the first? 2. Absolutely or at least is. there's things that I like. 100%. Maybe neither. I don't I, I don't know that 100%, but I think there's I think certain it, things that I would trade. I think Alf, Alfred Molina is a great villain. The, I the do villain think, was better. I do, I, I do like that oh, those Spider-Man that. movies have style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same Raimi style, These yeah. These are... Plain they these are, are flat yeah, as they right. come. Right. So yeah, like it, it's Marvel House style yeah, yeah. films. Which is, you it, cannot tell what John Watts does stylistically. Which is yeah. how yeah. you kinda have to do it, I guess, to maintain the overall mosaic of films. But Spider Man two, that Spider Man trilogy has a style, a unique vision that is Sam mm-hmm. Raimi's, which I always appreciate in a movie. This one doesn't. Toby Maguire <laughs> really I, I was saying to Dan. I think Tobey Maguire has aged like bad CG. Hmm, if yeah. you go back as far and watch as those Spider-Man child. movies, like a like, leather couch, you're like, yeah. what were they thinking? <laughs> putting that in this there, thirty-year-old yeah. wide. At they, the they time, wait it was for him to get to college because at he, the time it was huh. fine. But it just no. Tobey Maguire doesn't have any fun. He doesn't see. He doesn't have a youthful vibrance. He doesn't seem like he's ever enjoying being Spider-Man <laughs> at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, but everything else around it is really good. I think the the narrative of Spider-Man Two is really great as well. Yeah, but this has Tom Holland. Yeah, he's <laughs> just a joy. Honestly, he's fantastic. It's a movie yeah. that relishes Spider-Man and relishes the opportunity to show the things that Spider-Man can do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that this CGI is going to age that poorly. I think okay. like maybe some of those elemental monsters like might look a little lame once we get to super photorealistic stuff sure. but they did a great job containing the action set pieces to these fully CG worlds mm-hmm. that you got to see Spider-Man do all the kinds of shit you want to spe- see him do which maybe in the other trilogy he did like once when he spun through Green Goblin's little balls yeah pumpkin he, balls he would kick every once in a while or like oh, he, terrible. He, he'd fight with Doc Ock which <laughs> it was, um, it was, I, I don't know I, no no I, 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 didn't, I was just gonna say the, really quickly these movies highlight what is so good about Spider-Man and what is so bad about every other Spider-Man well film. they also the thing they did in this movie is they remembered that Peter's smart Mm-hmm. It's sort of the things Finally. that... Finally. Yeah. He got to show that he was it's, smart. It's the other things that the Batman movies, they always forget that Batman's a detective. They're like, <laughs> he, he hides in the shadows and punches people. Like, also detective. He's like, yeah, yeah, kind of, maybe. <laughs> and Spider-Man, like, so Spider-Man is really smart. Uh, he's a smart kid, and he just happened to get these superpowers. Like, Tobey Maguire movies, like, got it, spider powers. Like, mm. he's also smart. Yeah. He can do smart things. Like, <laughs> well, he shoots webs. That... He doesn't need to make web shooters anymore because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the super smart thing is something that they left out of a lot of Spider-Mans, and it always makes him feel kind of false to me. Because, yeah. like, he's mm. he is that super nerd, and, like, Tom Holland, like, pretty kid or whatever, doesn't fall in that stereotypical nerd territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's where he, all the super smarts come in. And I think it was great that he finally, in at least two scenes, got well, to show they, off they did it that he's very clever. In Homecoming, he gets, he gets locked in the vault and he's constantly trying to like he's trying to hack a lock to get out so like he's mm. I mean it's, it's whiz kid yeah. stuff like sure. he, even though he has a, a suit that's talking well, to him but I think one of the best things about it is that Tom Holland is a is a like he's not actually a teenager but like a teenage beefcake like well he which looks is, like a teenager but, no but I'm saying like baby face. if he was in if he was in any High school classroom. Maybe the really good. They would all the desks around him would be dripping yeah. wet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's no way. But that's great movie because stars. he doesn't know it. Like mm-hmm. they even play that into the movie that he doesn't know it. Which is, I think, one of the best things about Peter Parker. Like in the first issue, he's got his little sweater vest and his yeah. glasses on. Yeah. But then after that, like even in the comics, he he looks like the coolest drawn character in the comic. But right. because he spent the first fifteen years of his life 
being an outcast and not being cool, he hasn't gotten over that mentality despite yeah. all that he's achieved. And that's one of the, uh, one of the things about this. There's a B story of him being like, I really, I really, really like uh, Mary Jane, and I just I don't know how to tell her. But it's like walk up to her and but he doesn't flex. know that like yeah, yeah but, he doesn't know that but that's what like being a teenager is though you have, you have no confidence no, more specifically especially with girls more yeah. specifically a good peter parker yes mm-hmm. has that well, so, but then he puts on the suit and he's doing and everything Spider-Man. and that's that's the spider-man dynamic well uh yes and no in the sense that he puts on the suit and he kind of knows what to do at the very beginning of the movie but he he sort of gets his feet under him as the movie goes on mm-hmm. he gets better at it well i i um, mean for me it was more of an issue like he's He's been through the shit, like like we said. He went to by the time this movie starts, he's been through space. He's had uh, battles in New York and the surrounding areas. Well, he doesn't and know then, that though. He, he, well, he, he doesn't, doesn't remember being dead. He he doesn't remember going to space, and Nick Fury has to tell him. Wait, so I mean, what? like, no, yeah. he, he remembers going to space. No, no he, he goes, he goes. Well, I'm not saying he doesn't remember. I'm saying oh. he doesn't know how to be well, the confident. No, super, well, super I think I, to me, I interpreted that more as he doesn't want to be Iron. He doesn't want to. Be, he's used to just having his own shit. And then also, I think by by juxtaposing the fact that he has been thrown into this intergalactic cosmic war, which is a battle for the universe, and he's like, "Dude, I'm 16. Mm-hmm. Can I just be 16 years old for a summer?" Like to nope. me, it wasn't like he couldn't do it. It was never a question of him not being able to, be to do it. He was fully capable the whole time. Well, I think he just was reluctant to assume oh. the mantle of it, which was why he was pushing back on Nick Fury. Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I got, I got that idea. He couldn't do it. Oh. And that's what, he, that's what he learned at the end. Well, they, he could. It, is that he, well, he started using his Spidey sense. Well, because they're doing, they're doing a really smart thing, whether we know they're doing it or not. They, they, were, they smartly, when they showed new Spider-Man, they said, no origin story. We're just, we're going to show some YouTube videos. Everyone knows the Spider-Man story. They tried to do it again with the Garfield movies, and we, we all yawned and went, oh, no, Uncle Ben, come back. And it's like, no one cares, because like, it's so ingrained. It's like Batman's parents yeah. dying. So what they're doing now is a different kind of origin story, whereas you see Spider-Man in, like, the Insomniac game. They kept hammering home. They're like, this is Spider-Man in his prime. This is Sp- He's been Spider-Man for 10 to 15 years or, or, like, 10 years. He's the best Spider-Man he'll ever be. It's like, this is prime Spider-Man. Tom Holland is not there yet, and they're building him to that, where he's going to be New York Spider-Man. Um, they did some really interesting stuff in the story in this one where I don't know where that's going to go. But to me, that's a far more interesting origin story than I got bit by a spider. Mary Jane, why don't you love me? Um, I got to kill scientists now. Because he always fights a fucking well, scientist. I think generally a good hero is is like a hero that has to is reluctant at first like yeah. James is saying well that's like yeah. that, that's, that's, that's the do essence it, of Spider-Man well that, right? that, that's the essence of superheroes is that mm-hmm. superheroes they don't know they're superheroes and then all of a sudden they ha- they are motivated into being a superhero yeah. and I, I thought that's what kind of happens with, with Spider-Man in this film and is that I think it's b- both of what we're saying yeah, yeah. he's reluctant but also he's sort of like iffy on whether or not his abilities will actually rise to the occasion mm-hmm. that well he, that he even to. says because he sees Mysterio handling stuff he goes I, have, I shoot webs. Yeah, like, I can't you know, do that. You don't yeah. need me. And then yeah. it's, you know, obviously they need him more than ever because mm-hmm. um, he's more than just I shot web. It's he's he's a pretty smart kid and he can mm-hmm. figure things out. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I I love. Yeah, I love everything that they're doing with these, especially uh, one thing to go back that they I love that they talked about the snap. Yeah, the blip. The blip. I, the blip. I'll say I'll say this. That's not more. satisfied with the response. What do you mean? They spend the first like two minutes of the movie doing pure like sweeping up exposition mm-hmm. about the the blip as they're calling it yeah not satisfied with the response at all really I just was like I fine it was a I clever guess they're... delivery though with the little newscast it was a clever cast. format the actual explanation still doesn't uh, make any sense there, I, don't I have questions parts of it do not that still doesn't yeah, so yeah. every single important character yeah, yeah. got got blipped hey there's a good chance they didn't age Except for the one character that they use for a, right. as a comedic we foil. Ta- we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. So except for the one character who is also still in their class, even though at the beginning of the movie they state that they continued going. Yeah. It, was Brad, it was Brad, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, Which, we, were, we were talking about this. Did they just make everybody go back to school? They, because, so they, like, the world ended and everyone stopped going to school? I mean, essentially. Uh, the I don't I, think everyone stopped going to school for five years. That's, that's and then they well, said, okay, everyone's back. We can start what, school It doesn't again. make sense. Maybe right. at least – 
three years, maybe? Cause I, would, I would like to imagine, see. Imagine the entire world was probably in disarray. It still doesn't make sense. Brad would have graduated. Yeah, I he, think they would have stopped high school. Maybe. It, he the wouldn't have been in the but same But there's class. no teachers to teach him. So, yeah. so I think we came up with, and by the way, I'd love to see comments theories because we came up with the fact that they basically just stopped. Yeah. They stopped everything and they were like, all right, never mind. Don't worry about school. You know, just go with your families if they're go there. Go get a job. Yeah, no, we, need, we need volunteers. They, they pretty clearly in Endgame established that the world had to move on. Yeah. Eventually. And I think school would start. <laughs> and I also don't think that they were like, all right, school's back. You, you have to start your freshman game. <laughs> like, the, no, like I it agree, doesn't, I agree. And yeah. everyone it, it was all for the it. one joke, I think. Well, no, there was, there was well, multiple jokes. No, I think it, this, this they were the just joke. like. But they like, used it throughout the movie. I, yeah. I think they, it, I don't think it was for the one joke. I think the Civil War was a more important scenario. The stakes in that movie are going to be more important than the stakes of any other Marvel movie for the next couple of years, I believe. So they said, everyone else around us can deal with this. That happens in comics all the time, mm-hmm. where some big comic that's like getting a huge push oh, has to do something crazy, and then all the other writers around have to go, all right, we well, gotta, I guess we have to fucking deal with it somehow. Whatever. Yeah. We're just going to be the ripple. Like this, These are the aftershocks from the earthquake. I wasn't expecting them to be able to explain it, but when mm-hmm. they did, and they were like, Unexplained. <laughs> I was like, like no. No, no, no. One thing no, I want to no. see is people falling out of the sky from, from oh, yeah. airplanes. Right? <laughs> yeah, where it's well, like they, it, they all appear from where they, they were. Officially established that people reappeared right where they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, or someone was in a spacesuit in mm-hmm. like the International Space Station, and then they blip into space. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I was happy well, well, if you were in a car, it would be the same thing. If you're driving in a car yeah. and you disappear. All I remember is there's that hey, helicopter that crashes. Earth moves around the sun. Oh yeah. Yeah, you are not appear in space. Yeah, that I, was uh, the Don so Hertzfeld. That was that was that, my. I only had like honestly like two real criticisms of it, and one was appreciate you trying to explain that blip. Did not explain the blip <laughs> at all. No, yeah, yeah. Um, everyone seems totally cool now. Like this is also You're not, not that long after the like reintegration of society. There's a couple sprinkled. Re- oh, Aunt May, she runs a nonprofit for people that are now homeless because squatters took their homes while they were gone right. for five years and stuff. But like. It's really not the society changing thing that you would expect from yeah. half well, the half the people on the world disappearing and then reappearing. Also, dwelling in that kind of negativity is not what a superhero movie wants to do. No, I think like, they had to they need move to, on. Yeah, exactly. But they need to move on. Re- everything's reset. Everything's I was fine. really excited to see what the because the stakes of Civil War were so big and that happening were so big and them going like, oh gosh, how are we going to change this? You it mean all Infinite really, War? What Infinity War? Oh yeah, Infinity War. Yeah, well, Endgame. And, yeah. and, and Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see how these stakes ripple across all. And it, but it seems pretty clear that this, it's going to be like. Well, really. you know, I, I only took it as because it's a Spider-Man movie. It's supposed to stay lighthearted, and they're not going to sit there and figure out like people falling out of the sky and everything. <laughs> yeah, sure. They're just going to use people. it for jokes. They're going to use it for jokes, right? Yeah. But I understand what you're saying because you're right. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. So, so one of the characters talking about how his like wife pretended to be snapped, which is funny, and <laughs> ran off. Those are those are funny bits. Really like that. Sorry, um, sorry, Dan. No, it's all, all good. Uh, before we move on to spoilers, uh, any other negatives to take away? Because I think we all generally love this movie. I, I, have, um, I have another positive. Jake Gyllenhaal is a, oh, uh, yeah, as I said for years, is a fantastic actor. He's a treasure. The, and that formula they have casting Spider-Man a great actor as the villain. If you think great. about that, if, he had, if Jake Gyllenhaal had been Spider Man instead of Tobey oh, yeah. Maguire, it would have been great. And then in now in this, but then they would have never cast like him passing in this. the torch. No. Michael Keaton is Batman. So why they don't, cast why him don't, as Vulture. So perfect. would you be okay if they cast <laughs> Tobey Maguire as Mysterio? No, because Tobey Maguire sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine <laughs> if Jake Gyllenhaal was great. Imagine if Jake... Hey, if if they want to like do a Doc Ock and cast Tobey Maguire as Doctor Octopus or whatever, that'd be cool. Sure, I don't care if they want it. If they want to reference other shit, I thought that yeah. was cool that they had Michael Keaton, former Batman, to play a Spider-Man villain. No, they cast him as Birdman. Yeah, that too. Because he was in the film. Um, I do have. Man. I do have. A we'll come back. But, okay, and it's spoiler free. Spoiler free. Okay, you want me to do it? Yeah, let's let's hear it. So I those people that are kind of like Bruce is saying for that first hour, it's yeah. a little slow. It's just like a teenage. That's all it is. It's a teenage it's a comedy. comedy. Yeah, and there's one point where I was really tempted to check my watch to see. I was like, I was too. I, yeah. I never do that in movies, yeah. but I was like, I was like. Man, they're it's been going. going around the Alps now. Huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen Spider-Man in a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we, there was a lot of that. And we I, knew that was going to happen. Yeah, but the movie's over two hours. I, I actually didn't I, know it was going to happen. I thought oh. maybe that, that 
Well, I don't want to say it, but I thought maybe something would happen I, sooner. I remember when we did a trailer breakdown and Adam that showed them on Venice and like hitting in the balls and stuff. And I think Adam even then was like, just remember, that's going to be the movie. Some of the movie is them going to be in hitting each other's balls in Venice and stuff. And it's like, I do think the cast... A lot of vacation footage. I do think the cast (laughs) is charming, but there's a lot that I don't really care about. And when we're getting to the point where we have two-hour-plus movies, Mm. some of that can maybe end up in am excited. I'm excited for the movies to move ahead where he's not hanging out with his high school chums all the time. They probably never will. I don't know. They're always going to do that. They love those chums. I do have a theory that the movie might have opened with this scene in this restaurant oh, that doesn't exist in the movie exist. at all. You're right. Why would you spoil that? <laughs> it's, it, it's not that much of a spoiler. That's a really good point, Dan. I didn't even realize that. I was, so, I was saving it uh, for the post-spoiler. Well, <laughs> it's not really a spoiler. It's not in the movie. Um, spoiler. But it could have opened with this, mm-hmm. and then we would have had a little bit more Spider-Man at the beginning, which it felt like it was lacking it was significant a, amounts of Spider-Man. It's already two hours hour. and ten minutes, though. Right, yeah. exactly. So I just think it's a weird, we're in a weird situation where we're doing plus two-hour-plus movies where I can see the edits. <laughs> or maybe some stuff yeah. that maybe we didn't we didn't need yeah. to kill time, and it could have lost like, a few jokes. Felt like they were I mean, killing it's, time. It's jokes, funny enough throughout the whole movie. There, there are jokes that are really jokes. good, but then there's also a lot of jokes that are just kind of whatever. Just it, it, ramps it ramps up. It ramps yeah. up. It ramps up. It's a good ramp. So, yeah. So my one negative is pretty spoiler free, and we were talking about how great uh, this iteration of Spider-Man is. I think the one thing missing from him is that he's not like quippy at all as Spider-Man. He's not like throwing out one-liners or, or right, being man. sarcastic and funny. Like that's something that's completely absent from Tom Holland's Spider-Man. They're, they're I really would like, like to see. He'll get there. I f- yeah, during battle, I feel like he isn't really there, that there were like uh, there. I made a note of it actually that there were two times I noticed that mm-hmm. when he was swinging around doing battle and mm-hmm. actually quipping to himself. Yeah. Because that's a so Spider-Man thing. He only yeah, missed it, it. It was only it. twice yeah. like okay. in a two-hour yeah. two and ten movie. So, yeah. so the, it didn't feel like Spider-Man. You're right, Dan. There, there's just a little something it's, missing it's, there. For I think me. they're building. They're getting maybe, maybe so. That will become a character. Yeah, thing I, mean, it, I mean, it's tough because unless they have a Spider-Man movie where he's fighting smaller villains, smaller villains, smaller villains, and then a big villain, it's hard to be quippy when they set the stakes up really high. He's fighting these elemental yeah, beings it's, it's giant that fighter are monster like or whatever. giant and scary. So it's so not he's like he's, and he doesn't yeah. know how to defeat them. Yeah. So it's hard for him to be like. Good you know, point. Yeah. You're a little hot tempered today. Yeah, <laughs> I should get you to broil my chicken. <laughs> And then it gets smacked against yeah. a wall. Like, oh, shit. Anyway. He's just a kid. All right. So if you can't get enough Marvel in your life, check out Marvel Collect by Tops. Big news out of the trading card industry is two iconic brands, Tops and Marvel, have teamed up to launch Marvel Collect by Tops Digital Trading Card App. Tops, the classic baseball card company that we all grew up with, has digital trading card apps across an array of properties in both sports and entertainment. Star Wars, WWE, Walking Dead, and now Marvel. The app boasts content from the entire Marvel Universe, both classic and cinematic, which is great timing given what a busy year it's been for Marvel thus far. In this new digital trading card app, you can collect and trade Marvel Universe digital trading cards. Collector-based missions provide guidance and reward, all to help earn currency in the app, which you then use to open digital packs of cards. What's cool about this app is how expansive the content is. From Spider-Man to the Avengers to Guardians of the Galaxy to X-Men, the list goes on. The card artwork seems to go all the way back to some of the original stuff that I loved as a kid. Being able to trade cards for multiple properties is a fun way to celebrate Marvel fandom with people all around the world. What's also cool about this app is that you can track your progress to complete sets. So I'm trying to complete my Avengers die-cut set, and I see that I'm missing Black Widow and the Hulk. I click on the card to find out how I can get my hands on it, or if it's sold out, what users have that card and what I can trade for it. What also stands out is the free-to-play ability of the app, compared to just a straight-up paywall. Download Marvel Collect by Topps, digital trading card app to start collecting and trading your favorite Marvel characters from across the Marvel Universe, both classic and cinematic, with fans around the world. The app is free-to-play, and new cards are released every day. Download now in the App Store or Google Play Store. So download Marvel Collect by Tops digital trading card app at the link provided below and start collecting and trading your favorite characters from across the Marvel Universe. And thanks Marvel Collect by Tops for sponsoring our Filmhouse podcast today and letting us talk about Spider-Man. Do you know if they have a Happy Hogan card? I bet they do. I bet they they must. They must. It was actually the best part was there was a guy in the bottom left. He clapped. I, saw, I felt the whole theater stop and look at him. Was it, was it, <laughs> no, was actually, it, I know for a fact they do because I was flipping through it, and there's a bunch of Spider-Man Far From Home stuff in there. there was go. it? Was so it? You when get your he, happy card. When he was coming in, and he's like, "I'm just going to destroy these tulips." Oh yeah, those oh, yeah. beautiful tulips. <laughs> Is that when the guy the guy too. clapped? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it, you're ruining that field. I was like, I get happy. it. You want to tell us we're in Holland? 
but you got to destroy these guys' tulips. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, uh, spoilers are loose now. If you are averse to spoilers or haven't seen Spider-Man yet and care about us ruining anything other than a missing scene, uh, please depart now. Yeah, so I uh, just to start off the spoiler territory, I thought, like we were talking about earlier, the first hour of the movie is pretty slow. Um, but uh, I knew there was a twist coming. I knew there was something coming, and I assumed it was the Mysterio twist. Of course. But the problem was is that I've so I've never read the comics with Mysterio. I don't really know what Mysterio does. I knew that he was kind of he was basically he's somebody who fools other people. Illusion. I would um, say he's probably one of the lamest. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, well, he had he, he starts, started out he's lame, conceptually lame, and then as the comics went on, they figured out yeah. better and better. He's the, places he's the one who tricks. tricked Logan into killing all the X Men to make him go old man Logan, he where he's like, like yeah. I'll never use my claws again. He, I, he got kicked <laughs> off a film set, or he used yeah. to make special effects, <laughs> yeah. and oh. they fired him, okay. and he wanted revenge. So then he found a way to use mirrors, or so yeah, to use like, his knowledge uh, of special effects. Yeah, this yeah, this version of, of Mysterio is way better than might be most. one of the best. I, it was. I mean, it's probably far and away the best version. It was believable. So like it was. That's what was so cool about this was that there was just enough buildup. Like, it was almost a little too long, but otherwise practically perfect because the twist could not have come at a better time. And then watching Jake Gyllenhaal turn with the twist, because I was like, why did they hire Jake Gyllenhaal if they're not going to use him for, as an actor? Such a good actor. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> well, bang, that, that he's seen not right only, in. That reveal scene is wonderful. Not it's only that. It's a bunch of exposition. It's like the villain doing his twisting his mustache and explaining his plan and it could have been awful. It could have been but awful but Jake Gyllenhaal is fucking well, rad. It also, it. also he's a terrible actor for the rest of the movie. If you notice, like, oh yeah, he's, oh, he's like, like over the top and gets. How a, do you do, oh, yeah. Spider Man? Yeah. Like, oh. like <laughs> everything it was on is, purpose though. Yeah, no, that, I mean that's that makes, what makes him a good. Yeah. That's was, why he's such a good actor. So is he can play a bad actor. I, yeah, I saw yeah. Spider Man uh, uh, yesterday, but I also saw Midsummer as oh, well. Geez. So I was going into Midsummer as some parents were coming out of Spider Man with their kids, and the mm-hmm. kids were all really excited. And the mom was like, "I bet you didn't see that Mysterio twist coming." What and they're bitch. like, "No." And she, and the, and the mom was like, "I had no idea. I was wondering why he was such a terrible actor for the first part <laughs> of the movie." And I was like, "I was like, she picked up I, on it too." I liken it to uh, was it Naomi Na- Naomi Watts in uh, Mulholland Drive. If you watch that movie for the first half, she's a terrible actress. But she's playing a terrible actress because mm-hmm. yeah. then the movie hits a, a turning point and you go, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's this drama and she's killing it. And you're like, oh, that's why she won the Academy Award. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's she's r- good. And it's right back to the Marvel cheating, um, which is they immediately integrate characters from other movies. And that's like Adam always says you get a little hit of dopamine because those are other movies you've seen. Happy. And you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, dude, the guy, that guy from Iron Man. I went and looked it up. Because I was like, there is no way that guy was an Iron Man. 100%. Uh, oh, oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the kid from uh, uh, Christmas, Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Story's Ralph, yeah, it's uh, Peter Billingsley Ralphie. is his yeah. name. And he's 100% an Iron Man uh, mm-hmm. when he's acting against uh, Obadiah Stane. Mm-hmm. You're talking, you're talking, so the, the, the bald premise, guy with the blue eyes. The premise of Mysterio is that he is a former employee of Tony yeah. Stark who is disgruntled yeah. because in, in Iron Civil or Civil War, War when uh, when Tony Stark comes out and then does the simulation of his his when he and his parents his go out to die or yeah. whatever. He calls he, it barf. He like he's like has this technology but he shits all over it. Well backstage is Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. who's one of his doctors is really pissed off <laughs> he has about the, it. He has the best line in the movie. The best line in the movie is he goes, he called my life's work barf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's done impeccably. Yeah. Yeah, that's, they perfect. do it almost like Zoolander, where he's he's backstage younger, slick back hair, and it's black and white. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just like, yeah. but it's, it's so great. Cl- it's I, clearly they did like a pickup shot. It also shot, does but, like it does yeah. like a pickup shot, or like a really really <laughs> pickup <laughs> shot, and then he makes an expression and it freezes and goes black and white and <laughs> yeah. zooms. It's great. It's, so good. it's really great. Yeah. I, I really love the whole disgruntled Stark employees, like kind, yeah. of, kind of gathering together, and then Spider-Man having to deal with Tony's. Uh, Yeah, his repercussions. It's he's taking on a lot of Tony's mistakes and Mm -hmm. his good parts. So it's like the Mm -hmm. dark part of Tony's legacy that he's got to deal with. Yeah, because it was the same thing in Homecoming. Well, they. I mean, Uh, the Vulture was also a Stark disgruntled employee. Go even further back. Every villain in Iron Man, Iron Man has been has been someone pissed off at Tony Stark, and now (laughs) poor Spider-Man has to inherit. His yeah. problems. So you get the cool sunglasses, yeah. but you have to deal with a bunch of crazy psychos. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I loved post-turn Mysterio so much. Mm-hmm. So He's like much. a Hollywood douchebag. Like, well, he's, he's, he's so great. Like, but, I mean, 
it's such a great villain the, thing because the cape good. Well, yeah, because, because you ha- you yeah, sk- keep doing the cape when, when the whole when all of his powers and all of the things that make him super are clearly deception. You have to showcase that person's ability. They're, why are they the only one who could do it? Mm-hmm. And Jake Gyllenhaal and what they did with his character was the best. Him organizing the people. He was like a like a psychopathic a director, director mm-hmm. on yeah. a, on like a film. He's like Christopher Nolan shouting at people to turn off their cell phones, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, and it was great. But you're like, this is why he's the one. This is why he is the yeah. Mysterio or whatever. Yeah. I like and the idea that Mysterio so, is a collective. It was yeah. so yeah, fucking really cool. good. I loved it. It's a whole him, and then him <laughs> spending the second half of the movie in the CG costume. Yeah, the mocap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The exact yeah. same <laughs> mocap suit that they used for Mark Ruffalo to play Hulk for all of Endgame. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. <laughs> like, the cameras on his face and everything. Yeah. Well, he looked like such a fucking loser. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah like, it was, that's what was so it great. It was so good. Yeah. Him just, like, hanging off to the side yeah. as projections of him it's, go around doing cool it, stuff. It was the perfect villain to do today. Yeah. Because, like, I, yeah. I, you look back when they did Mysterio, and it's like, he has a mirror, yeah. and he confuses yeah. Spider-Man, and, but Spider-Man has Spider-Sense, so he can figure it out. Mm-hmm. This one, it's like, no, we're actually at that point where... An illusionist actually works well, really well, well with the, modern technology. I feel like all the drones yeah. help explain something that wouldn't make sense with mirror. Yeah. Like, yeah. how giant is this mirror, and that no one sees? Well, but, it, but then also the the illusion stuff he did that was like super Arkham Asylum. Some oh of the coolest God. fucking superhero that shit was, ever. That maybe one of my favorite Spider-Man sequences in any movie. Where it's yeah, basically like, like one he's where just they beat him up. Down, he's walking yeah. down a CG the, hall. The Arkham Asylum level, like. Basically, him getting scarecrow, just, just getting was like, just so good, just yeah. making him like hit the wrong stuff and then hitting himself and like, and then well, so even good. when he like he goes to this place and then everything transforms away except for Nick Fury and then Nick Fury gets shot, but that's also an illusion yeah. because yeah. then the, Nick Fury shows up and he's like, we got him, and then he gets, <laughs> and then and then it turns out Nick Fury is still mysterious, yeah. like and then it gets hit by a train, illusions yeah. and illusions, yeah, those inception levels of illusion, yeah, that kind of carried it past the normal just trickery with th- smoke. That being said, to Bruce's point earlier. If they didn't have 22 movies to establish that this technology just exists in the world, but not everyone has access to it for whatever reason, I don't know. Um, Might be kind of confusing. It it would be like, okay, sure, drones flying out of space just project giant monsters. But otherwise, you've seen this a hundred times with Iron Man, and like, there's like fucking magic now. We know about magic. They slide things in in little bits and pieces, so that way they don't have to explain it when they actually need it later. Well, the Um, the worry we had when we did the um, the podcast was I was afraid he was going to be too much of a syndrome type character, which he was very much. He was, but he didn't do it in the way of like I'm mad at superheroes. It's more of like. Like people need this. This is like this is how you sell a product. And mm-hmm. I was like, perfect. He's like he's like a capitalist. Like, I like. Well, this. he's like an influencer too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the only way people will listen to me is if I'm famous. Well, and also he wanted. I mean, he wanted. Let's be clear. He wanted to control everything. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a power like, vacuum. Like it was, was a power vacuum that he was trying to fill. That he obviously he yeah. needed to be in charge of. Well, he's like saying he was like, like yeah. screaming at people. I, I loved it. Yeah, no, I, I loved him in that mocap suit, just <laughs> walking around. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid, directing the stupid bubble head. Well, Mysterio yeah. which, is which still is, doing Mysterio it. Mysterio wears the bubble head. Yeah, no, and so no. it's like it's still paying homage to the character. You know what? You know what it was? It was. It was the Shane Black. Steaman. Oh yeah. No, no, I didn't need the queen in an hour. <laughs> uh, it's so it was, it's the Shane Black uh, Iron Man 3 turn for the Mandarin, except that that was done not well. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this was done perfectly. I, well, I'll say this. It would have been perfect for me if they didn't say he was Mysterio. If they found some sort of other hero that Jake Gyllenhaal could have played... So you thought you were getting a Spider-Man movie where it's oh. Spider-Man teaming up with, yeah. I don't know, yeah. like any, any other, char- any yeah, other character cool. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Cool. I didn't have to write it, so I don't know how challenging that would be. But yeah. my perfect version of this movie would have been Jake Gyllenhaal is, and like on all the posters, it's Jake Gyllenhaal as... I don't know. I'm just saying for the sake of it, Daredevil or right, whatever. Yeah, like right. it's Jake Gyllenhaal is gonna, and so you're like, holy shit, Spider-Man's teaming up with this other character. It's gonna be like when Thor and Hulk teamed up, right. and all the trailers are like showing him, spe- the two of them teaming up against the Elementals. They have that meeting in the bar, and then it turns out no, it's Mysterio. It's Mysterio, that, yeah. you're right. That, <laughs> that would have been, been cool. fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, they got another Spider-Man villain, and we had no idea. He tricked us. Like yeah. that would have been the most amazing, as opposed to telling a bunch of people who, I know, I know you don't read comics, but like, no, oh, you're right though. It's right. basically like Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Green Goblin, Venom. Vulture? 
kind uh, of. I don't know. Yeah, Venom and then like Green Vulture. Rhino. Like, I mean, I would say Mysterio is above he's, he's, Rhino and Shocker. He's been and in the. He's Electro. been with the Mysterio or the Sinister Six like here and there. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's one of the yeah. main villains. Yeah, of I mean, the like, Spider-Man universe. So. Sure. Yeah, Craven the Hunter. No one knows who the fuck that is. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then like Mysterio, it's like. We all know Fishbowl Head, and I, I he think fakes things. Yeah, even, even so I think if he had been playing Craven the Hunter, because sometimes Craven and Spider Man align or whatever. Like, sure, I, know yeah. th- I don't know how Craven the Hunter fights giant water monster, but like <laughs> something. Step, step, if there step. was, if they had managed to just just conceal it a little bit more, and then go hard in the promotion of yeah, Jake right. Gyllenhaal is assuming Jake Gyllenhaal's gonna play this old superhero. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be fucking <laughs> sick. No. He's playing Mysterio and yeah, the bad guy. It would have been pretty brilliant. It's interesting I, you bring that up because I, uh, on a smaller scale, I really like that they didn't talk about how uh, Spidey Sense. I don't know that they ever used the phrase Spidey no, Sense. It's the Peter's Tingle. The Peter Tingle, yeah. which I thought was hilarious, but he kept saying it and kept using it. And I liked, because it it's, it's the opposite of the Han Solo name thing where mm-hmm. you walk up and you go, I'm gonna call you Solo. Yeah. Like I, I'm yeah, glad yeah. that they didn't do that with Spidey Sense. That was that was well, nice. They kept calling it the Peter Tingle because it was funny. Yeah, and but, they didn't need to say Spider Sense. Everybody knows what a Spidey Sense is. I think having Spider Sense, I think it's tough to write a plot around it because he should have been able to notice that Mysterio wasn't next to like wasn't next to them when they had a heart to heart on top of a building. Like oh, his right. sense should have been able to tell well, him he wasn't that in something yet. was wrong. With this guy, so yeah. I think mm-hmm. they they wrote it out because it is hard plot wise. Maybe yeah, no, it wasn't. It's, I think it's one of those things that he's still figuring out. Yeah, because it, it, it's tough when a superhero already has all his powers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, this is that one thing that you still need to hone in and figure out. Which this is what you need to use to defeat Mysterio, which he does. Well, and they the, do really, the end, and they do really well, it. where he just closes his eyes, listens to his senses, and, do, and I was like, what a what a cool Spider-Man moment. You remember I, it could have cool used some sort of audiovisual something, I think. Remember how, remember how cool it was when Jake Gyllenhaal was like, you, you're right. Oh, yeah. I was wrong. And he handled the glasses. And they go, bang. That was so <laughs> was like really good. Trying to up, shoot him in the up, head. Up to the last minute. God, yeah. it was so, so good. That was I so cool. I was, there was another huge moment for me where I was like, once they finally established that drones create the illusions and this mm-hmm. was all fake. Also, the drones use weapons mm-hmm. just so they can cause damage and like. And I guess fire water. And fi- <laughs> I don't think fire water. They they push sound. Or well, something he like got that. punched by water. He did get punched by water. Either way, water, fire, <laughs> but it, sound, but they, air. They, show, they had the thing that pushed. Yeah, water I know. Water was an show, illusion. They show that, but he gets punched by water and he's all wet yeah. afterwards. Well, the, so I don't know how that, that works that out. That did the happen. They, they show like, that was the only thing where I was like, mm. yeah, no. maybe the drone had a cup and he's maybe throwing they the water. Show, they, show, they show like hundreds of drones come down from that Stark satellite. And I was so excited to see him fly into the middle of that. That illusion because yeah, we hadn't yeah. seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, when, the, when, like, when yeah. yeah, when Mysterio creates the the biggest illusion he'd ever created, and and Spider Man's like, all right, I got to get in the center of this and blow up all the drones. He's like, here I go, and he, he's like, it's not real, it's not real, and he and he flies into the middle of it, and they show all the drones creating. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. it's just so cool. It was yeah. just really really neat. Had a lot of good imagery. The, the CG right. wasn't like the best thing in the world, but it was enough mm-hmm. to like show me that this was all just an illusion. It was all totally fake and it was really neat to finally see the inside of it mm-hmm. because you saw a couple of illusions before in that mo- in the movie that they didn't show you how the drones did it. Mm-hmm. And so you finally, it was like watching a movie's special effects be made. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me where like yeah. they show you how it's made and you're like, oh wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So, so uh, I, yeah, I mean, we're doing spoilers, big spoilers. So, is he dead, Mysterio? Is he dead? It at the didn't end? say doubt he's it. dead. I doubt okay. it. Because when did he have time to record the selfie and well, be like? Edith specifically or, stated, like all hol- uh, illusions, all illusions are, are gone are or whatever, yeah. uh-huh. like are down. But didn't, she didn't say, say he's dead, okay. which to me dead. is language to keep them protected. I, if they want I to hope they. I just hope they keep him because if they. It feels like they're eventually building up to a I Sinister mean, Six movie. Michael Keaton was great. The design for Vulture was fucking great. Yes, I want like, I everyone was, back. His movi- motivations were a little, eh, whatever, but Never like... Yeah, he's a greedy dude. But, uh, but he's, Mysterio is fucking awesome. Yeah. And like, I mean, the way they're handling villains in this Spider-Man universe is just... Yeah. Excellent casting, wonderful. I think, is... God. Yeah. And so, modernizing them, making them make yeah. sense in a modern um, world. And then, I guess, also... Where they leave it off uh, now, I'm, I am super curious where they take Spider-Man because they they took that really that one interesting thing about him uh, about keeping his identity secret and they just toss it out the window. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Stay through the credits, by they, the way. They also Absolutely. they also Wait, villainized what do you mean? We're spoilers. They, yeah. they I mean, I guess the biggest spoiler of the whole movie. What? J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. I know. So good. That was that. They were like they're like. 
Well, I guess J.K. Simmons is the only one. He's the best. <laughs> well, so Why would we was, ever recast? It was yeah. on the IMDb page. I do, realized. do you think was, they made yeah. him uh, I'm audition? I'm glad I didn't look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he just, he nails it. If you got any sort of thing that shows that you could do this so character. I was reading, obviously, the trailers established that there's going to be like a multiverse. Mm-hmm. And then the whole movie throws that out and goes, no, you don't need a multiverse. This whole thing's made up. Um, I mean, we know there's a multiverse because of Endgame. Right. But, but we don't know well, that. It's not established right. yet in the Spider-Man film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although... People are saying uh, J. Jonah Jameson actually does point to a multiverse mm. because J. Jonah Jameson could be J. Jonah Jameson in another world mm-hmm. but the other Spider-Man dimension. Or it could just be that he's Perfect. the fucking best yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. He's a it's living pu- embodiment of the character. Really so is, it would have yeah. been really dumb for them to cast someone new. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I think that's, that's one think casting that no, yeah, no one's going to go, hold on, I'm confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can he... Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they probably yeah. said people were, will read into this. They will be wrong, but they'll read into <laughs> this. Right I, and look, with that said too, I'm totally happy with them doing a Spider Verse style oh, Spider Man yeah. down the line where Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up as Spider Man in some cool. capacity after like I'm Spider Man in my world too, and it's just a brief cameo. I go cool. That's all I need. You don't need to act or do anything. Just be yourselves for four seconds, show your face, and go home. Um, and let Tom Holland continue to do the great job that he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, and then also whatever Nick Fury's doing with uh, the scrolls, the scrolls. Which I also very like. mysterious. That's, that's I, did, what I did like that as well because it did seem strange that they haven't had any play since, in, since the nineties or whatever. It also really explains Nick, uh, Nick Fury, Fury being, being off incompetent because he's incompetent yeah. the entire movie. And mm-hmm. I kept, I was like, why the and, fuck and, is yeah, Nick Fury yeah. so stupid? I don't understand why we can't get the fucking teeth. Out of Ben oh, Mendelsohn's yeah. mouth, yeah. he's <laughs> <every laughs> he <laughs> literally having a conversation <laughs> with <laughs> another <laughs> scroll who <laughs> sounds fine. Yeah, but his teeth he can't speak okay. in that fucking thing. Can we please change it? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. Yeah, that just might be the, the way teeth. he chooses nope. to play the character. Nope. All the other scrolls don't, don't so, have a speech yeah. impediment like that. I don't think so. I mean, he look, he's done it speech twice now, so. Good. Uh, we're, but, we're stuck with it. Basically, you should stay through the entire film yeah. because you'll see two end credit sequences, yeah. both of oh, which yeah. are actually yeah, extremely important. Huge they are worth yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. extremely important to the MCU. So, and, and, I mean, and, and the actual plot of the movie, which is expl- – yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they were like – in the edit, they were like, Nick Fury is being awfully incompetent in this film. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're, this is not so great. Like, what if we explain that it wasn't actually him and we do something – like, yeah, I've been waiting for a scroll reveal for a while where it's like – no, I'm not Hawkeye. I've been Middleton. And you're like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Wow. Ruggie, Ruggie. So, so when they reveal uh, Nick Fury sitting in front of a TV that looks like a beach, yeah. would you really get anything from that, from sitting in front of a TV that looks like a beach? I don't know how space he works. He misses no. Earth. We don't know their technology. He misses yeah, Earth. Maybe it warms they, the room. They, they uh, just, try to do that in Valyrian. Yeah. He tries to bang her mm-hmm. on a beach, but it's not real. Yeah, and it's unclear if they're brother or sister or not. But you're like, it's okay, yeah. because <laughs> Luke Besson's a weirdo. Would tell me no, but their charisma would tell me yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something else I loved about this movie was uh, the Ned and Betty like week long vacation oh, relationship. It was yeah. great. Just so true to life. Like I feel like so that's great. something that you see your friends or or school acquaintances live through. Yeah. Um, when they when they get together at the beginning of the Europe trip and then yeah. by the on end the they, they've broken it, up. It was, I would say, far and away next to Spider. I, I'm just going to take whenever we're talking about Spider Man. I'm not talking about Spider Verse because that's it's, it's in its own. Now. Yeah, it's in its own league. But it was the funniest Spider Man movie. Yeah. yeah, one of the funniest. Next, I, I put up there, not as high with Thor Ragnarok, but it's like it's reaching those levels where I you're like, so. hey, you're actually doing comedy that's not relying on characters jumping around and. Uh, flipping everywhere. Yeah, so. you were you were dying during that that newscast that the students I lo- were doing. I love. Oh, it's so slideshow. yeah. yeah the, it's so intimidating. Really all all of it. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Iron Man one with in memoriam was pretty fantastic. Well, the Getty <laughs> image. Well, yeah. before Mark, that, Mark, it was the, it was the on. real blocky. Low res image of vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what got res. me more than. Well, also the, just the mic slowly falling yeah, yeah. and the guy being like, "Man, this shit's nuts!" Like you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, they did that in Homecoming. I thought that was the funniest part of Homecoming. I actually did laugh out loud during that scene. Mm-hmm. But um, they they they're so good at honing in on shitty high school production. I was mm-hmm. like, great job. Like and not making it feel forced. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how much credit to offer to the director John Watts, but I have heard. That I, he directed a movie called Cop Car, and Ryan Haley was just re- he was like recommending it. He said it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, you should watch it. And John Watts said uh, Homecoming, which I wasn't crazy about. Um, but this 
this movie was fantastic. I really thought that he directed the actors really, really well. Again, I don't know how much credit goes to the director, mm-hmm. um, but the actors were fantastic. Uh, and whether or not that's just because they're really good actors, it's because they had a good director, or both, I don't know. Like but. I think James, you were saying earlier, like it, it always feels like everyone's having a good time on mm-hmm. set. Yeah. Like yeah. you watch any of the BTS footage of any of the Marvel movies, like they seem like they're really good at casting people with great chemistry. And you see Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal going around doing interviews together. They seem like friends. They're having fun. Yeah. Uh, it could be maybe they're just such good actors. They're lying to us even beyond the the screen, but. There, nothing would compel them to do that. Not yeah. really. Yeah. No, I just I think they're they're doing a really good job at not only hiring the best actors but also just really good people mm-hmm. who seem to just like work off each other and it keeps like morale high and it just I don't know it makes the movie feels like it makes the movies better. Um, I also I, I really loved Happy. I think John Favreau's great. Brought Happy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank it's you. Happy. Um, Fuck tulips. But he, he was kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the uh, Jake was the, the false dad and Happy was the real dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at the end when um, Spidey's finally showing off, he's smart when he's building that suit. Yep. And he kind of has that proud papa moment where he's watching Peter build this thing and it reminds him of Tony doing the same exact thing. And he mm-hmm. just, I don't know, I, I, that little bit of heart, I think, yeah. from a, a father figure it's also is important. I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It was a good, good moment like and that. He even, like, he even encourages Flash. Like, when, when he, like, lies to him about Spider-Man following his, whatever he's doing, oh, whatever yeah, his right. vlogs are. He's like, well, Flash is a little bit of a no, no, they, Flash they, misinterpreted Yeah, he that. said because Spider-Man follow. He's like, Spider-Man's been following you because it's he's keeping an eye on him. He goes, in his mind, he goes, oh, he's my follower? Yeah, because my follower, yeah. Flash is an idiot. Well, it's because they were watching his live streams to figure yeah, out yeah. where it was. They had actually kind of a human Flash moment, too. And he's like, is my mom yeah, coming? And they're like... No. Well, so that you know, it's so that's, good. A, that's a callback to a previous move in the movie when he's looking at all the text messages. Mm-hmm. I briefly caught Flash's text, me- text message, and it was something about his mom, and he was like, "Mom, how come you're not here?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I was like, "Why are they trying to establish a Flash storyline?" I don't know. But he humanized, humanizing the, uh, him, or he's, a bit. his parents are going to be like, it, you know, like Flash's the, last name is actually Oscorp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Flash <Yeah>. Oscorp. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Oscorp. My, my only other criticism, I think, with the movie was that. Spider-Man was so Nick Fury was dumb, and they explained it at the very end. But Spider-Man was kind of stupid with the whole Edith thing, where like he almost killed his classmate. Yeah, he's well, you sixteen. I, Make, yeah. Making a big mistake is also an important that, thing for a Spider-Man movie. He's got to make a fatal flaw. That was horrible. A huge that, mistake. That still seemed yeah. like a Tony Stark. I was still putting that more on Tony Stark because okay. I was like, I feel like, like you we, shouldn't immediately give that access yeah. away. Build in some to, parental like, controls. Be, yeah. And also, Maybe Tony Stark to had drones <laughs> that could just pick off anyone he yeah, chose. They all have guns. <laughs> yeah, that, mm, very There's strange. a lot of things I was like, what? Why do they? Yeah, why do the Jones have guns? Like, why? Yeah. Like, wasn't he more of about like deter, like deterrence? You know, like use uh, use Ultron robots yeah. that shoot lights. I mean, he definitely know? didn't tell Cap Captain America about those <laughs> all drones. Captain drones. America would have had a fucking seizure. <laughs> um, oh, we were talking about negatives. I thought they underutilized JB Smoove. That guy's fucking amazing. Well, uh, no, I don't know about underutilized. I think they use him just enough. Just to write. <laughs> I don't know. I don't need. He just. I mean, he came into a scene and those two teachers did their hamming up stuff. But that was the kind of stuff that I was like, we had three too many scenes of teachers Agreed. doing their wicky wacky stuff. But they had the other one being extra. F- the Freaks and Geeks guy. Yeah, Martin yeah. Star. I mean, him Way coming. Funnier. Here he goes as a man of science. They're the witches. witches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay, that's his funny thing. That's yeah. good. Yeah, we got keep it. doing that. But then I didn't need to see him run through the hall again later and go witches. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I remember the joke. Uh, yeah, big spoiler. The uh, the fight in the beginning of the trailer isn't in the movie. Oh yeah, sorry, Adam. It's okay. <laughs> Just don't go. Sorry, I spoiled it for you. <laughs> no, you spoiled it for somebody. I I saw the movie, Dan. I was there. <laughs> you were there um, too. The posters for this movie, did anyone notice how trash they are? Mm-hmm. I know, unrelated, what? really. No. Well, there was one specifically that they released that they, was... It they're was all bad. Spider-Man, but then it was a photo, really poorly photoshopped uh, Nick Fury and then a Jake Gyllenhaal on the bottom. Sure. Not that one. Not I mean, that one? No, I'm, it's it's like orange, and it just has them one? just kind of popped in there, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, I think they're all poster. bad. Yeah. That's not real. That's not yeah, real. It was, yeah, well, no, it is. Minus that, yeah. it's, it is real. But, that's real? But yeah, these are, they're terrible. Y- yeah, they're I mean, trying. hey, most movie posters are terrible these days. Yeah. This is the only one that's matter. Half, that's the Why only would they ever decent. spend money on a poster? Yeah, they can go into MS Paint, right? Spider-Man, new one. The, <laughs> one, the one of <laughs> his <laughs> face with the stickers yeah, on it. Yeah, that's I clever. Like. Eh. Sorry. I like that. It's I mean, something. it's telling you a- Just the only things you need to know that get you to buy a ticket. It's Spider-Man. It's one of those things that's like video game box art I gave up on a long time ago because there was this really interesting interview from Ken Levine where he's like, 
we did a bunch of market research of why we have to do the shitty Bioshock Infinite cover where it's a guy with a gun where he's like, doesn't convey the tone or anything of the game, but we showed it to a bunch of frat dudes and they were like, yeah, guy with gun, cool. But they showed like different Bioshock art and like, I don't get it. Who was was a big daddy? And then they were yeah. like, okay, we're not gonna make the same mistakes as Bioshock uh, first one, so mm-hmm. let's figure that out. So it's like, yeah, yeah, posters and box art and all stuff, it is there to appeal to the widest audience possible. Oh. All, and, and all it's supposed to do in this day and age is remind you of the brand. Spider-Man. Yeah. What's the brand? Marvel, Marvel Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Good. MCU, okay, you Happy. Go. <laughs> You're going to buy a ticket. He's here. Yes. I don't know. I, wait for the Mondo poster. They'll come out oh, with something awesome. I'm sure. And we'll people like you poster. who actually give a shit about posters <laughs> will go, I just, I like good design. Job. I'm interested in good poster. design. I'm absolutely G- with you. Gyllenhaal yeah. as. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So, uh, real quick, if you're anything like Spider-Man, you want to do the right thing and eat healthy, but you ha- don't have time to do it, check out HelloFresh for simple and delicious home-cooked meals. Being a grown-up is hard. Traffic, work, bills, repeat. On top of that, you have to eat. It's hard to find time to make it to the grocery on top of everything else in your life. If you do get to the grocery, you have to plan your meals and have a long list of crazy ingredients. Avoid the stress and use HelloFresh. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. I love to cook, but hate to shop. When I get off work, I want to cook, eat, and relax. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a simple reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. I have my go-to recipes. When I try to find something new, I get dragged into the hole of Pinterest cookbooks and daunting lists of ingredients. HelloFresh has exposed me to really good recipes that I would never have attempted on my own. Break out of your dinner rut with 17 seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone. From family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian. And fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. Picky? Hectic schedule? HelloFresh fits your lifestyle. It's flexible. Easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need to. You can add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy sides like garlic bread or cookie dough for your sweet tooth. If you didn't know, I'm a pork man. I'm big on the pig. I'm really looking forward to the chimichurri pork tenderloin with honey roasted carrots and lime rice. I'm also really stoked to learn how to make chimichurri. My favorite part of HelloFresh is learning how to make something new. For $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com filmhouse80 and enter code filmhouse80. It's like getting eight meals for free. That's hellofresh.com filmhouse80 and use promo code filmhouse80. Thanks, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this week, letting us talk about Spider-Man. Um, we have a little bit of time left if anyone's got closing thoughts or anything they haven't brought up yet. Um, I just hope we can sort out this Sony bullshit. Yeah. Because I, really I really do want more Marvel, Spider-Man, and if they start going, well, sorry, Venom got to be in there, too. <laughs> And we got him. Spider-Man has to come be in our Venom's movies. <laughs> then I'm. Then it's gonna what, ruin actually, everything. Whatever though. happened to that? Wasn't there the story that Tom Holland was in Venom? Or he I was think on that was set? A bad it was a rumor. Yeah. Just he rumor. Could have showed okay. Up on set. Okay. I was just. I don't know. There was. There was like. I know that they've since said that like Captain Marvel is kind of like the new. Head of head phase four. Phase yeah. four. Um, it seems like they're pushing I that on. I still haven't seen Spidey. anything from her where I believe that that is good. Yeah. Spider Man's um, getting there. But I could see a dynamic between her and Spider Man that is fun. Sure. Like Captain America and Tony Stark. Right. Mm-hmm. If we have some sort of thing where, you know, He's youthful and vibrant, and she hates fun or whatever. Yeah. Like her vibe is. <laughs> well, she's pretty um, serious and like stoic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then I could see there being a, a uh, runway for that. Right. Yeah, I think um, that final post-credit scene with J. Jonah Jameson is perfect because That's I the think first post-credits. Oh, was it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I think he is an excellent villain for like modern society. Alex Jones. It, it makes sense more now than ever yeah. to have the like a crazy one-sided news guy who doesn't care about the truth. Which mm-hmm. also him doing like his like influencer podcast thing. That's like the video game did a good version of that game, too. The video mm-hmm. game has that too, yeah. where like you'll listen to like radio and he'll mm-hmm. pop by on the radio and it's the J. Jonah Jameson podcast. Just screaming like, about something? Yeah, he'll be yeah. ranting about his stuff and I, I always like that take they did on a, J. Jonah Jameson. They did a good little flip too where him and MJ are swinging and she's miserable the whole time. It's really, like, really good. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to, I always think of 
what's her name? Kristen Dunn or whatever. A holding a mannequin. He's just swinging. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you bring that scene up when she's swinging, she's holding him. She's holding a wooden doll yeah, that is motionless. <laughs> Could have been Tobey Maguire. We don't know. Um, I guess we didn't talk about Zendaya a lot, but I thought she was wonderful. Oh, it yeah. was like kind of like kind of weird, a little spurgy. Almost like she's not like a perfect, beautiful no, she's like awkward. movie star. Yeah, she's oh. got strange issues. She's into weird stuff. I don't know. And she also really liked Peter. It wasn't like a one-sided obsession thing. Like yeah. She also really was interested they, in They sort of kid. humanized her yeah. a bit more in this one, too, instead of just making her sort of a one-note. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. A great take. I thought so. And the, the fact that she hated the web swinging was a great character. I thought it was a good way of separating it from saying, like, this isn't going to be the typical, yeah. Yeah. like, story. Hey, Tiger. It's like, you're a porn star. <laughs> 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 anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to where they're, they're going to take it now. I, I remember being... Last time we did the podcast where we did the preview one, I was worried that I was like, I'm not going to care now that Endgame's over and uh, Spider-Verse sort of like was the best Spider-Man movie, but uh, it has something, has some charm, has some magic. You can still have a great Spider-Man Tom Holland is great. Tom Holland is great. I still think uh, Samuel L. Jackson is fun to watch in these movies. Um, He doesn't have to be in them, and he chooses to be. Well, he says yes to everything. (laughs) Are you kidding me? If he doesn't do seven movies a year, he thinks he's failed. (laughs) Shafts coming soon. Yeah. yeah, So the the best Spider-Man movie uh, is on Netflix, if you haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. So check that out. Is Is, it already? Yeah. 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 Is this the next best Spider-Man movie? I I think it is. No, you said it was the best live action I think it's the best live action take that I've seen of Spider-Man. For me. I hmm. don't know. I think there's I think there's give and take between things that I love about Spider-Man 2 and things that I loved about this. It's so amazing I don't, I don't Spider-Man think, 2. Because I don't have to. I'm not going to choose. Yeah, amazing Spider-Man 2. That's, that's the Electro the stuff is yeah. just... <laughs> Remember when Rhino shows up at the end and he goes, you'll have to see the next movie to see how this fight... Until next time. Oh, Spider-Man will be back. What do you mean? Uh, who's Tom Holland? <laughs> God, Andrew Garfield sucked. Yeah. <laughs> he, it sucked because he, he had the look the of Spider-Man. He had the look, look of Spider-Man. Yeah. But he watch Amazing Spider-Man. The first no. time they introduced Peter Parker, <laughs> he bullies someone. Yeah. <laughs> it blew my mind when I saw that in theaters. He uh, bullies a dude. And then they're like, this, he's yeah. the one with great power comes great responsibility. And yeah. then he now he bullies more. <laughs> then he yep. goes to criminals, <laughs> and instead of just arresting them, he bullies them. And he goes, he goes, Peter. Don't fuck my daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Bad things will haunt you forever. You're right, Mr. Stacy. No, he goes, he goes, whatever you say, Mr. Stacy. (laughs) And and the next scene's, (laughs) (laughs) and then she dies. Then he goes, goes, I'm sad. Oh, right now. (laughs) This is exactly what they was talking about when they were saying, don't fuck her. End it. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.